and welcome to Estate Matters, the podcast brought to you by Core Communications, the country's leading public relations agency specialising in landed estates and rural businesses. We work with clients across the UK to raise awareness and nurture support and advocacy for their work. This podcast is all about discussing the challenges they face and how effective communications can help. I'm your host, Anna Biles, a broadcaster of nearly 20 years and now a rural affairs specialist at Core Communications. In this episode of Estate Matters, we're joined by Dr Liz Matteson. Liz works for the Englefield Estate in Berkshire as their Education and Environment Officer. She's responsible for coordinating the estate's educational, environmental and sustainability activities, including organising annual schools days, where more than 1,500 children visit the estate. She researches and coordinates activities aimed at improving the estate's natural capital and its drive to net zero. Liz also helps those living in and around the estate to engage in community and wellbeing activities. Welcome to Estate Matters, Liz. Hello. Just to start off, Liz, to get to know you a bit better, how did you end up in the role that you're in now at Englefield? Uh, so I went to University at Reading and did zoology. Then I went and did uh, a couple of other jobs for a few years in uh, workplace communication and then got a research assistant job back at Reading University studying oyster catcher behaviour and the impact that the food supply has on them. And from that did a PhD, which was looking at farmer decision-making, how that affects the landscape, and then how that landscape will affect wildlife. So the work that I've sort of been doing has got more and more involved with agriculture, land use, farmer decision-making, and uh, wildlife and conservation, essentially. So then I had a career break while I had two children. Wanted to get back into work that fitted in with my lifestyle as well as work that was interesting and applied and the opportunity came up to work at the estate. And for the estate, why is your role an important role to them? So the estate obviously sits within several communities. So we have Field Village, we have Mortimer, we have Burfield and Burfield Common that are all really sort of part of the estate. We've got seven primary schools and two secondary schools that are really surrounding the estate and it means that we are an integral part of the community. We have people who are living there and working on the estate. We have people who are accessing the estate for school. We have people who are accessing the estate for their pastimes and their walking and that kind of thing. So really it's important for us to make sure that we are being public facing and that we are making sure that we are serving the community the way that it needs to be served. So we mentioned there in the introduction about schools days, but really the the level of engagement goes across all ages, doesn't it? We're not just talking sort of primary age pupils, we're talking university graduates, university students who come to the estate to learn. Yeah, so we all have anything from there's a nature tots group that use one of our tenants buildings through to primary schools, through to secondary school. I do some helping with A-level field work for local secondary schools. We also have the University of Reading will send groups along to come and spend a day on the estate, Berkshire Agricultural College as well. Essentially, if we have a request from a state education school, then we will, we will fulfil it if we can. And if not, then I try and signpost to somebody who can fulfil it. So it depends what people need, really. And how has the role 
do you find it quite rewarding when you see children who come and I know at schools days they're making bee boxes and they're learning all about renewable energy how satisfying is it for you at the end of the day to see those children go away with a, with knowledge and understanding that they didn't have when they arrived that morning it's really satisfying like the kids are so excited to arrive and we'll go around and talk to them during the day and ask them you know what have you learned and they say oh we saw this and well we just made a nest box or whatever activity they've been doing and then they're they're walking back and you say goodbye to them and have you had a nice day and they said yeah really tired now but it's been great so it's really rewarding and like I have been to the supermarket and I'll have people stop me and say oh you ankle to state do you know about the schools days and I sort of say yeah I'm the person who coordinates that and they say oh it's amazing I went when I was a kid my child has gone now and it is, yeah, it's, it's really well known and it's really well received and it's, it's very rewarding to be part of that process. And I know it's fantastic from looking at some of the feedback when we post things on social media talking about the days happening. People who then can't wait to get their school involved next year as well. Yes, yeah, so we, we essentially invite all the state schools that we think can get there in time and then people will apply to, to come and they'll give us details of their class numbers and sizes and, and uh, any sort of needs that they have and then we just try and fit as many people in as possible. And from a comms perspective Liz how important is it for the estate I mean you talk about sort of reaching out to different parts of the community whether that be young school-age pupils or people who live in those surrounding villages that you mentioned I suppose for you it's important to engage with them so communications is quite important for you as an estate to make sure you're reaching those people. It is for any estate it's a two-way communication strand so people will be telling us very useful things for example they might say there's a tree that's fallen down can you come and sort it out they may be walking their dog and they may see that a fire has started and they'll be calling the fire brigade for you in, in the woodland area and that's so important if they know like where they are and who they need to contact where they can get more information that's incredibly important and so I always think that that it's not just important for us it's important for the, the communities around us as well and then it's very much a two-way conversation. And when you started in your job at the estate um, was Com something you were aware of or when you were introduced to the estate's relationship with CORE was that something that you had had sort of worked with before? I personally hadn't in this context I was aware that there was going to be a communication aspect because of looking at the social media channels that the estate was already using and the website and then therefore sort of preparing for trying to get a job but um hadn't occurred to me until working at Englefield how important it was going to be or how consistent that communication would be and therefore the generation of content being quite important and making sure that that everything we're doing is like making sure we're recording it, making sure we're communicating it to core. And I suppose as well, it, there's part of it, and I know we find this with a lot of clients, when it's your day-to-day -day job, is recognising that actually that's really interesting to other people, and although it may be, you know, all part and parcel of your role, yes. that other people are interested in what you do and, and the ethos of the estate. Yeah, and I think I'm quite lucky because I have a nice job doing very positive things, and therefore it's good things to be communicating. So I think I'm probably more aware of that than most people would just because of the nature of my role. And when you spot something that you think might be of interest, that you think the estate should be talking about and you know you need to get a, a picture or more information to us, how do you go about that when logistically you're really busy in your day-to-day -day job? So I will always have 
a phone with me with a camera on. We have a WhatsApp group that we use to share images and messages uh, and that is directly linked to uh, staff at core. So that means that I can just be carrying out some work, I'd probably take a photograph of it anyway, then I'd just share that photo with Cool. And some of those recently have been great. I mean, the snake skin, I think it was Sue, your head yes, gardener the other yeah, day, yeah. shared with us an absolutely fantastic picture of, of a snake skin. Yeah, so snake skins, uh, butterflies, work that's being carried out. Maybe somebody's just done some restoration work on one of the buildings or in the gardens. If we're doing some training on something particular, anything really. And we love receiving those pictures because it's the sort of thing that on social media people really do engage with. The pictures of the, the, the snake skin where I know you'd taken a photograph next to a vehicle for context so yes. you could see how long it was. People really engage with that kind of content. Yes, and it's, it's, it's quite interesting to see what people do engage with. Sometimes you think, oh, people are really going to like this picture and it's quiet. And sometimes you think, oh, I'll just send this just in case. And then it's very popular. You never really know what's going to capture people's attention. It comes with a little bit of practice, but then it becomes an inbuilt part of your thought process. So it would just be any normal part of your planning and any normal part of the work that you're doing. It's just an, it just comes naturally now. And for the estate, when you are thinking about what you put on social media and talking about all the work you do with education, what are the benefits for the estate in terms of communicating all of that? So the benefit is, is that we are able to say the good things that we're doing. Other people are able to access the information easily. And do you find then, when you speak to people just in passing and you say what you do for a job, people generally have a good impression of the estate itself and the work that it does because people are aware of all the great work you're doing. It varies actually. Some people are very tuned in and interested and some people may not have an awareness that the estate exists at all even though they live quite locally so it does really vary. And we talked about schools days Liz but there's lots of things that the estates is doing and I know one of the things that particular when absolutely amazingly well on social media last year was the, the snowman trail in the woodland. Tell us a little bit about that. Part of the estate includes an area of forestry which has um, public access through it and we wanted to do something for local primary schools to get involved, to give them something to do during the holidays even if the weather's not particularly good perhaps because it's the winter time. So we organised a snowman competition. We had pieces of wood from the estate forestry that we would have as three foot high snowmen that people could go and find and we thought well it'd be really good fun if we got the schools to actually design the snowmen so we took the wood into the schools and they got on and painted the snowmen and then we picked them up and took them out and we also included local brownies and beavers cub groups as well in that so it meant that everybody had a chance to go and find something that they'd contributed to. And we created an online map so that they could access that on their phones uh, and use what three words to go and find things that might be harder to see. And I know that people were waiting for the route on Facebook early in December when <laughs> we started to promote that it was going to be back yes. for last year. And people were tagging friends. People really got on board with that, even though, as you say, it's in the winter in months that can be cold and wet. But yes. people loved it. Yeah, and we, we had not just the children, we had like the local running club did a route. So we ran around all of them. We had people who may not be able to walk quite so far. So some of the positioned quite close to where the villages are, which means that there's a range of walking abilities and things. So perhaps people who are walking for health could do some targets during the, the Christmas holidays and that sort of thing. So it was really good. And it's, it's really nice to see people excited. This is happening again. 
yeah. you know, looking forward to it and making plans to, to meet up with friends to go and do a Christmas walk together. And I know one of the, the stories this is that you came to us with was about the, the Riverfly monitoring, and this is a sort of citizen science project you're doing. Riverfly monitoring is a national programme and there are local trainers and coordinators and our local trainer and coordinator is with Action for the River Kennet which is a great charity who are now the Rivers Trust for both the Kennet River and the Pang and we have parts of the Kennet and the Pang running through the estate so it was very natural for when they wanted to set up a new Riverfly monitoring scheme on the River Pang that we would get involved and uh, make sure that we had a site that was being monitored regularly in the Pang at Englefield. So I went and did the training and that was really set up as p by our farmer cluster that we're a member of. So there's a group of farmers, we're the Lower Pang and Kennet farmer cluster and our cluster facilitator said this is going to be starting, someone's going to come and talk to you about it. So I went along, listened to that, could see the benefits of it and then did the training and now I do the monitoring on a monthly basis. And I know this was something initially we wondered, would this just be a social media post? But actually, once people started to get involved and we thought there's more to this, and then recently that actually received some, some TV coverage. So you were filmed for the day by ITV. Yeah, we had ITV Meridian came and filmed me and another couple of Action for the River Kennet volunteers. And that was really nice. And Anna, who was our trainer and coordinator, yeah, we spent a few hours, we had a good chat with the reporter Penny Sylvester about what we were doing, why we were doing it, and the importance of knowing that you can see what the river water quality is without doing chemical testing and without having a, like, a visual assessment, because so something could be wrong, but you can't see it just by looking at the river. Right. You can only see it if you actually try and look at the invertebrates that are living in the river, which is why you would go and do this river fly monitoring. We've talked a lot about successes on social media, like the snowman trail really taking off and the thanks you get from school days on social media. It was fantastic to actually see a film crew spend the day with you and then to receive TV coverage of some of the great work you're doing. It is. It's, it was nice because people were genuinely interested in what we were doing and why we were doing it and felt that it made a good story. And it also shows how many different organisations you're, you're working with. You mentioned ARC there, but they're just one of many organisations that you as an estate work with. Yes, so we have, just from the wildlife monitoring perspective, we'll have five or six different organisations and charities who will be monitoring different forms of biodiversity. And, and so I coordinate that, make sure that access is managed and safe, and then uh, also collect all the results in so that we can have a look and see what the results are and use that to help our environmental planning and it also means that they're doing their communications too and so we'll be sort of it's a, again it's a two-way street we'll be helping each other and i know it's, it's something that when we um, maybe put something on social media or on the website the number of different organizations that we tag to say we're <laughs> involved and that's kind of what your your job is all about isn't it engaging lots yeah. of different not just people in terms of community and residents but organizations who will also bring something to the estate and you to them yes the information that we will get from a, uh, an organization that specializes in a particular type of biodiversity is invaluable because it helps inform our management decisions but the access that we are giving people to come and count that wildlife is also invaluable for them because it means that they're able to carry out the work they need to do safely when they want to do it, go where they want to go. So it is, it's very much a two-way thing. Uh, we share the data, 
we make good decisions on the basis of it and being able to communicate that that's happening is, is good. For any estates and landowners who aren't at the moment engaged in proactive ongoing communications, what would you say is the benefit of making sure that you are talking about all the great things that you are doing? I think that as we're moving towards a system of not having things like the single farm payment, about engaging more in big strategies to do with nature recovery and with the path to net zero, I think it is going to be increasingly important to communicate what you're up to and therefore being able to do that quickly and easily without it disrupting the work that you're trying to get done is going to be important. Dr Liz Matterson from the Englefield Estate, thank you for joining us on Estate Matters. If your estate or rural business would benefit from the ongoing proactive communication support we've discussed, please contact us via our website, corepr.co.uk.